Hello, this is Gary Van Wormerdam. This is the Awareness and Consciousness Podcast from my website, pathwaytohappiness.com. And this episode is on a spiritual power journey. It was actually recorded while uh, in Mexico on a six-day retreat with a group. And uh, Ava Baronius and I were teaching and facilitating this week uh, of transformation. And we took some time out to interview some people who were in the midst of it and what was happening there for them. And we wanted to share with you what that expanded experience of personal, emotional, spiritual transformation journey uh, is about. And I hope you find it helpful. And perhaps maybe you'll join us one day. Hi, Gary. Hi, hi everybody. Day three of Power Journey. Day three of Power Journey. So we wanted to give a bit of a live report (laughs) from the Power Journey and um, share with you some glimpses from the Power Journey. Like what... What is it about? What processes are we moving through? What are people experiencing? And um, kind of like, why would you even go on a power journey? So I think let's, let's start at that end of, okay, day three. What's been happening so far? Like, what, what, what have we been guiding people into? What are things that they've been doing here? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because it's like it's a lot. It's good thing. Yeah, we're, we're not going right. to give the full detail report here, but a bit of an can, overview. Can Can I cover a little bit why Power Journey is different than probably anything they've seen of my work or a process online? You want to do that first? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So, so it gives a context for, I think, some things we'll talk about, and then we'll talk about more about why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in the self-mastery course, we talk, and, and if you read the articles in the podcast, it's a lot of awareness, and it's a lot of what is your thinking mind doing. But your thinking mind, is a, as much as it occupies our attention, well, if you can pull your attention and awareness out of your thinking mind, bring it into your emotions, bring it into your physical body, bring it into your soul level desires and in a spiritual connection, whether that be with, you know, God as you would name it or the divine or the earth mother, any quality of an expanded consciousness like that in a spiritual way. Like this is so much beyond thinking and what we occupy, what our attention is occupied in the thoughts and start experiencing those levels so that's the intent to experience yourself and all those aspects of yourself here this week. Um, and so what have we been doing so far? Well, we've been looking at the thinking mind and said, well, that's a pretty messed up bit of stinking thinking we do. Let's take it all as one giant structure instead of one thought at a time, one belief at a time. Let's take it as one giant system, look at it as a whole system, and then let's drop it off a cliff and start to experience, let it all go. Uh, and one of the things we did was kind of this awareness of it and packaging it all up in a burial and burying it. Uh, 
and then, okay, start to experience these other layers of our being. So that's like day one. <laughs> <laughs> that's like day one. Okay, so so that sounds, and I mean, I'm asking leading questions here since I'm on this journey myself or we're doing it together here. But, okay, there's a process here, huh? Like there's um, something happens the first few days and then a, maybe a different focus in the middle and then something else towards the end. So what's the, what's the progression of, of the week? Okay, so... You know, most people show up and their cup is full. Their their mind is full of thinking. Their mind is full of thoughts and ideas and reactions, automatic behaviors. And so first thing we have to do is make room. Mm-hmm. So we do a big letting go ceremony, like I mentioned, dropping off the cliff. So so we use a ceremony and power and various mechanisms to take that and let that go. Because mm-hmm. then we want to make room for feeling. We want to make room for emotions the raw emotions and releasing those emotions, feeling those emotions, maybe they've been repressed and stored, hidden away, we're denial of. And so now there's an emotional level that needs cleaning. But then also in cleaning it out, you're also more aware and present with it to feel the full range of emotions towards joy and love and gratitude as well. So it's easier to put your attention and be present with your emotion once you clean out that level of junk, okay? And then we're moving into the level of the soul and what is, a, what is that energy to feel complete and fulfilled within yourself, feel whole. Mm-hmm. And then we start expanding out and says, okay, now you feel complete and whole within yourself. The next level of expansion in consciousness is moving beyond your own little bubble world of how you feel within yourself, how do you connect with others? What feeling do you connect with others? How much love, compassion, respect, joy do you bring to others as opposed to the toxic emotions of jealousy and envy and anger? Like, okay, we've cleaned the emotional channels. So now we have bring that emotion, this whole new level of emotion, into a soul connection beyond yourself to other people and now as our relationships are building our consciousness is expanding to how we relate to the world so now we're moving into conscious connection with the world and everybody else and so now our perspective and our awareness is moving into perspective of consciousness but that consciousness in a detached um, spacey sort of way but since we're happier, we're more present with our emotions, more present with our body, we're also more conscious and present in our body. So this is bringing all these dimensions of our being, consciousness and soul and emotions and relationships, merging them in a kind of a integrity of love. Mm. And you can't do that by thinking. You can't do that with, with just your intellect. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we, we have to go beyond you know, intellectual exercises for this. Yeah, and and like you mentioned, it's all about clearing some stuff in the way out first, huh? So that there's room <laughs> in that void, in that empty space to fill up with something else or let something else flow in that, that might have been there but that you might not have noticed when your mind has been so busy and has been running your life. So, okay, so you say we can't get there 
through the intellectual thinking. So there are other processes to do this. Can you share something else? You mentioned something there, but can you share something else that we've been doing the, the this week? The burial process, the awareness? What yeah. did I mention? You, you mentioned the burial process, yeah. I think. Yeah. That's what I've been doing for a long time. and um, You know, there's a there's a symbolic part of it. There's an intent part of it where you're focusing your intent, attention. There's your desire and will that all comes into a ceremony. Um, and the actual, you know, what the, the elements of the ceremony, you know, I've learned to like make anything into a ceremony. Okay. You, you can make a meal into a ceremony or you can just hurry up, grab it and run. Mm. Okay. Or you can sit and you can prepare it with love and attention and, and invite other people over and make a beautiful table and play the music. And you have this experience that is more than just food to, to give you some energy to run. It's like, okay, you're creating an event that you feel something and you can feel connection with others, right? So the actual food you cook <laughs> at the meal is not as important as the intent, the energy, and the space that you create to have that experience that, that, that makes it memorable, that makes it have an impact Okay, so some people, you know, they do their ceremonies and you have to have, you know, this color crystal and you have to turn this direction so many times. So that's like, that's where ceremony turns into superstition. Um, <laughs> the have-tos and the rules. But it's the intent, the essence of the ceremony is, okay, let's, and in this case, let's grab all the junk we've been carrying around and the tool we use is we'll use a rock. And let's put it in the rock. We, we work with people to kind of see how they can grab all these ideas and emotions and stories in their head and, and walk them through how to grab a hold of that and put it in the rock. And like, okay, you can take control of these thoughts, these habits, these emotions, these narrative stories, and you can shrink them down, dissolve them into a rock, like, that's possible. And it's your commitment, and, and both it's a symbolic commitment, like, then we have a burial ceremony, it's like, okay, these are not going to have power over me, I'm letting these go. And it's not the idea I'm letting it go, you're just taking that idea, and you're doing it with your emotional, your desire, your will, your full body action, burying it in the earth. Mm. And so every cell in your being, being gets the information, this is going. Mm. Uh, which is way beyond, much more, much more powerful than thinking I'd like to let that thought go or not have it there. So. Yeah, something that I notice in our participants doing this, they're getting a sense of a different kind of power. Because often we've, we've been so used to believe that we're powerless to our thinking, to our patterns. You know, we feel like the victims to them, huh? So when we start, well, both seeing that we're guiding them through that 
These are agreements that you've made. This is what your belief systems look like. And here is a way to change that. Here's a way to take your faith out of it. Here's a way to letting go of it. There's a sense of like a different kind of power. I can change. I can create my inner world. And I, I'm not just a victim to what's going on in there. So I see something in people's kind of posture and their, and their face mm. when, they, when they go through this. Like, oh, I, I am not just thinking about it, but I'm also taking action to make these changes to my life. Yeah, and there's a, when you take a different action, like in that way, it's like, oh, I'm, I, I can see that thought as a dream and I can see that I can reshape the dream in my mind if I can consciously control the dream in my mind. It's like your relationship to your mind changes. Instead of, like you said, being victim powerless, oh, my mind is punishing me, it makes me feel terrible. You're like, oh, I'm, I can move things around. Mm. I have power, I have control over it. And so when you change that action, what you're doing with your mind, not only is the relationship change, your sense of self is changing. Mm. You, you've inadvertently or kind of sneakily snuck in there by giving them this <laughs> action of a ceremony. Yeah. You've, you've had them embody this, this role of creator, of artist, of change agent that's empowering and you don't you know that's to say like oh i'm going to empower you it's like that doesn't happen but if you give them this thing to do and then they do it and they go oh i can do this yeah like their whole sense of self is different they're out of yes the victim identity and powerlessness and then it opens up it's like well what else can i change and that's the exciting part you know going back after a week of this like okay I've had people go back and like, okay, I'm going to change my house. I'm going to change my career. Like, relationships, like, they are a force in their life yeah. instead of feeling stuck and trapped. Yeah, they see themselves and understand themselves, sense themselves as the creator of their own lives. Yes. And they understand how much their own decisions, like, yep, that they can take action to make changes. So right now, like I said, we're three days in and... Uh, again, this is this is a process, huh? Like happening over a week. So, what are people going through right now? Because, let you know, how they start is one thing, huh? And then one day in, and two days in, and five days in, it will look a little different. Mm. So, right now, where would you describe where where are they at right now? Uh, they're right on track because everybody's processes are where they at. Like, yeah, as if there's an exact script. You know, you have you have some people that are excited that are all intentful, like, oh, I'm going to go change everything, you know. And for the first two days, feeling stuck. <laughs> and then you have people, I'm going to show up and see what happens. And day one or two, it's like they have a heart opening experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's kind of all across the board. Uh, but I would say, yeah, I can't say anything about because it's everybody's experience is different. <laughs> I once thought of like, okay, what would be a great story to tell about Teo is to take like, uh, you know, 10, 10, 15 different people and get their story of what happened each day. Mm. Okay. We went and did this ceremony. What happened for you? 
and say you had 12 people, they would tell you 12 different things yes. about what happened. They probably even heard the instructions differently mm. about what they were supposed to do. Yep. But each one contorts that with their own expectation, their, their own uh, way of doing things, their own sabotage, their own intent and, and desire for change, and some power through, and some find they got stuck. And for some people, finding they get stuck is like, okay, then we do the next thing and the next thing. And the way they get stuck becomes apparent here. And typically what becomes apparent here, the way they get stuck is the same way they get stuck in their life. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, this is what I do in my life. I, perhaps I come in with these big expectations and everything is going to turn around on this one event and then everything's going to be great. I'm going to be enlightened through that ceremony right. there. So day high two. expectations, high hopes, and then it didn't happen. Somebody else had the experience. I didn't. And then they drop it. The reaction to didn't getting the big changes, they have a big disappointment, they feel like a failure, they're ashamed of being a failure. So they do this big emotional cycle, and then we put that into the process here. And we go, there's your dream, there's how your mind creates and sends you into a story of expectation for rejection. Let's go put that in a rock, and what happens when you step outside of that? How else could you do this experience? But you've exposed the mind's expectations. You've exposed this pattern that they're doing elsewhere because minds repeat the same things. So where are people? Uh, At this stage, day three, we spend most of the first two days letting go of junk. Mm. And this morning we let go of a lot of emotional junk. Mm. Wow. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) And... Immediately after, you could tell people's hearts were open. We gathered up, and it was just like people were glowing. Yes. So now that the junk is out of the way, kind of the fog is lifted off their being, the hearts are going to open up. Okay? And that's just the, the joy is going to naturally come out because um, there's not that heavy anchor of emotion and stories that's running their mind. So their minds are starting to get really quiet, and they're into feeling, and they're feeling the love in their heart. Okay, so that's where it's going. And so now the process and the journey after day three is a lot less focused on letting stuff go and a lot more on, okay, now that there's room and the mind is quieter because we got rid of stories, it's about, okay, let's open up the heart and emotional space to what's possible in love. So that's where it's headed the next three days. Yeah. Again, more room to feel that (laughs) when we've let go of some of that old emotional junk. And, yeah, the, the, the process of letting go of emotions is what I find people are the most afraid of, huh? That's what they show up with the most resistance and tension around. They're like, yeah, I understand. I, 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 that's probably what I should be doing, but uh, it feels so scary. So just to get to a point, set a, setting up a container, um, <laughs> talking them through why... <laughs> So that they can go, come to a point where they're like, okay, I want to do this and I'm going for it. I'm going to let some stuff out. There's going to be some sound coming out. There's going to be some crying and some screaming and blah, but I'm going to be lighter afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, now there's room for other kinds of emotions when we're not holding on 
to that old ones that we've been storing. Now we can start feeling that lightness and that openness in our heart and um, open up to a, a feeling that might be familiar but that we haven't experienced often in a long time. It's usually what, how people describe it. It's like it's like coming home, huh? Yeah, it's like you knew you were there. If you watch children, yeah. three, four, five years old, their joy flows out of them. Yeah. You know, but all the rules and domestication and seriousness and being responsible uh, and stress we add into adulthood, it, it it's suffocated out, that joy. Actually, it hasn't suffocated out, but it's hidden away. Mm-hmm. Like, we all have an essential essence that knows how to be that joyful and happy and playful. Mm-hmm. Uh, our attention's been on being serious and making money and, and, and success and what we were supposed to do. So we let go of the heaviness to that drive to success, the fear of failure that goes with it. And we're like, oh, my essential state is to be joyful. And it doesn't take a lot of energy to be happy and joyful because it's like, this is my natural childhood state. Yeah. Okay? That we artificially domesticated out of. It's like, okay, let's take away the domesticated rules and unconscious beliefs. It's like, there it is again. And oh my we... God, I'm home. I feel like myself. <laughs> I like, I'm happy with who I am. Yeah, we domesticated our way out of it, but then we tried to put it back there on top like a mask. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm, you know, <laughs> I, I feel great. But we don't. So it's like the backwards way of, yeah, of feeling yeah, happy yeah, instead yeah. of removing some stuff. Yeah, the, the, the nuisance is there's some junk to clean out. Yeah. So, so that's the work. Yeah, that's the work. So, I mean... In the online community, in the self-mastery community, there are the self-mastery courses, there are the step-by-step processes, there's Beyond the Mind meditation course and the other group coaching and, and those processes. And here, we go all in for, <laughs> for a week. <laughs> like, if, if, and I think I know what you're, what, what you're going to say here, and again, maybe a bit of a leading question, but if you had to tell people one or the other, you know, <laughs> Would come to a power journey or, or, or do the step-by-step at home process? It can work either way. You know, I, I have, we have somebody here. It's, he only found out about us a couple of weeks ago. He had read the book, uh, done the course. And, you know, last night he was like, wow. And today he's like, Okay, that was the most amazing experience of my life. Yeah. Okay. He, he just to be he had not read the book. He had not nothing. done the courses. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. He doesn't know this work. Yeah. But he's he's been very successful in his life, but he's realized he's miserable. Okay. And he's like, I can't go just run start another business and 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 go make more money again. He's like, that's not fulfilling. I I, I and I don't know how to change my life. Please help me. I don't know how to be that other person. Mm. It's like I I need a process to do that. Uh, and so, you know, he's like, oh, there's a whole completely other way to live is what he's learning about. Mm-hmm. And that would give him options that he can't see because he's never experienced in the way he's lived his past life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it works that way. It works as somebody who, who maybe has more skepticism, more fear, like more analytical side. They're like, okay, I got to do this course. I'm going to see if this works, if this makes sense get results, build up enough trust to go, okay, I'm going to go do the next thing. I'm going to do live one-on-one coaching or group coaching or then go at a certain point and go, all right, I've got enough faith in 
this. It's not a crazy cult. It's like, um, I'm going to go experience. I'm going to take the next leap. So different people will come at it with a different level of trust or need or desperation for change or they have to appease their analytical intellect for a while to build up the trust. All, all paths are equally just as good as another. Well, I was what did, sure... What did you think I was going to say? I was sure you were going to say both. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I am in a long way saying both. Yeah. I'm in saying a, why it's both. Yeah. In a long way you're saying both, but it, no, and it, I, I agree. Those are two very different processes in a way, but they complement each other. So if you're if you're someone that really are going after it and really wants the changes, but also to learn the skills to change your life and like work with intent, I would say both. Because you need the full immersion um and to work with, with with power and what you're describing as that kind of soul connection and, and connection with unconditional love and really dropping b- below the mind. Mm-hmm. But then you need something when you get home too. Huh? Yes. Something to, to keep you on your, on your toes with what your mind is doing and keep cleaning things out, keep um, connecting and practicing the emotions that you want to experience more of. Mm-hmm. So for me, I know it was, on my journey, super important or super valuable to do both, mm-hmm. to have the full immersion. You get like this rocket ship kind of launch room yes. into a completely different dream, and now let's go home and, and keep that going. And when I'd been on a journey, and that's what I see with, with people coming here too, they're so much more motivated to also keep going and doing the work at home because now they get more of the why. They've had that experience of, of unconditional love, of more of themselves, of, of their happy, joyful self. So it's like, that's worth working for. That's work. yeah. Yeah, when you feel that love come inside of you and you feel it, you're like oh, this is what's possible. All right, now I'm going to go do the day-to-day work on my own. Because, yeah, originally my experience was there was no online course or book or work home thing. So the way I learned it, my initiation into this was I went on a powerful event, got my heart opened up and said, oh, I want to feel like this all the time, and then went back and practiced regularly. Yeah. You know, so it was like there was, I, I knew what I, why I was doing the work. I knew the outcome I want because I'd already felt it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's how I went at it. So, you know, by my experience, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, no, but, yeah, conclusion kind of, they, they both exist because they complement each other. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the reasons I put the online course together was, you know, that's that's how I taught in initially was in person. I didn't have an online course. I was doing workshops and take people on trips. And people afterwards, it goes, oh, my God, Gary, this feels great. Now what? Mm. And I was like, uh, well, the only other thing when you go back home is I can do one-on-one coaching with you. Mm. And so some people had that option and some people didn't. And I was like, well, there's this stuff I do one-on-one coaching. It's like. That, that people need to be doing these kind of regular practices to, to stay out of suffering. Mm-hmm. Teo, this kind of power journey, okay, you get out of suffering, but how do you stay out? I was like, well, you've got to watch for these things and don't fall into these traps. 
And so that was the self-mastery course. Part of the reason to motivated motivation for putting it out there was those people coming back from these trips, like, here's the practices you need to stay out of suffering and hell, not fall back into that negative thinking. So... Um, goes that way yeah okay I think I'm going to try and go around and see if I can have some conversations with some of the participants over here so they can also share what they what their experience has been yeah. anything anything specific you think I should be asking them what was their experience the last couple of days yeah yeah and also what was their expectations, fears, hopes coming in here. Mm. You know? Yeah. That's a lot of what we talk about the first evening and the first day, isn't it? Like all the expectation and fear about being here and what's going to happen and or what if it doesn't happen and, and all of that. So working through those layers. The mind can fill us up and our, occupy our attention with such needless stuff. <laughs> needless, useless and generally unhappy stuff. <laughs> it's good to clean it out. <laughs> Thank you. I'll, okay. I'll go off and talk to some people. That'd be Let's beautiful. What, I'm curious to hear what they have to say. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with Lisa, and this is your first time coming to... Teotihuacan and the power journey yeah. and I want to hear a little bit about how it's been so far from for you hmm so it's been a roller coaster um I started off with uh, my intent was I wanted to be more able to trust myself and to trust other people and I kind of had an idea of what that was going to look like. And I was completely wrong. <laughs> In what way? <laughs> um, well, what I found is that, that my mind really kept wanting to kind of put it out there. in it being somewhere else. And what I recognized is it always comes down to trusting myself. It always comes down to seeing that I really am capable of dealing with anything that shows up. And some of the stuff that showed up, um, yeah, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't quite ready for it. And so the first day, you know, I had the warm giddies, oh boy, all these people, and this is going to be so fun. And the second day is, and this is, I'm waiting for that magical moment to happen, and where is it? Okay, I'm looking, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> and then it was like, is this the second or the third day? I'm not really sure. And then I felt myself shutting down and going, oh, my God, I just want to leave. Please, I don't belong here. I'm maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe I, I'm just, uh, I don't want to say too, maybe I've just separated enough from uh, from the sense of really being able to connect. Or maybe connection really isn't real. And then um, I started seeing things about what I was afraid of. Mm. And then today we did a little... Um, venture into a, a cave and I've been having nightmares about these animals <laughs> eating me last two nights uh, both nights it was a big cat and I found that big cat inside of me when we were in the cave 
and I realized that big cat is incredibly capable of taking care of me. And I found I have a lot of power and a lot of gentleness. Mm. And it's up to me to kind of step outside of the stories of where I go inside mm. in memories of the past. And at any moment, I can sit in any of those animals. Wow. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. So how's that feeling for you right now? It's really hard to describe. Yeah, my mind will, will step in every once in a while and, and try to tell me a little story, and I can kind of go, oh, <laughs> I recognize this one. And it just it doesn't have that much power right now. Mm. And it's, it's been good because um, I've been able to see people. I've been able to, to, to see just them instead of sitting in my fear and thinking that was them. Seeing them through the filter of your mind. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's been pretty, it's been pretty incredible. And it's day three. <laughs> it's only day three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. Thank mm. you. Anything else you want to add? I would, um, I know it's, it's, it's up to everyone, but uh, for me, it was a gift I gave myself. And it was a gift I knew that I wanted. Yeah. And I'm glad I gave it to myself. Mm. I'll probably give it to myself again. <laughs> <laughs> the better it gets, the better it gets. Huh? Yeah. Well, there have been people that have been here before. And it seems, and I know that from my own life experience, you can do the same, you think it's the same thing, but nothing's ever the same. Every moment is unique. Yeah. So, and I'm not the same person moment to moment. Only it's nice to have feel I have a little more control over that. And it seems like you're not the same person as three days ago or even one day ago. No, no. And I won't be the same person tomorrow either. I'm looking forward to meeting you tomorrow then. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Welcome. So now I'm sitting here with Paul. And for Paul, this is not his first journey, not his first power journey. And this year, he's here as a team leader. So, Paul, I'm curious to hear a little bit about your, you know, these different journeys over time. How is this journey different from the first time you went, for example? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the first time I went was six years ago, so, um, and I was 22, uh, and really new to this work, and, um, so I didn't know what to expect, um, I, I came with, mm, it was such a different, I was in such a different place, um, I've heard Gary say that uh, it's hard to remember our past self because as we're progressing in consciousness, we have new feelings and new perceptions and we don't really remember as well what the past is like. And that really rings true for me. <laughs> I So in a way, I don't remember it that well. Um, but I, I do 
I do get glimpses of what that was like and was more often um, identified with characters that had negative emotions and in my in my mind and um, not connected with the present moment. Uh, so there, there was a lot to that, but yeah, there was so much more of that that since then the the load has been lightened, so to speak. Um, so when I'm here this time, um, I'm yeah I'm in the um, group leader position and um, I'm I'm freed up in a way to be of service to other people, um, which what I've really been feeling, what I was feeling today is um, I feel a oneness with the people that are here and with everyone. But yeah, there's more of a kind of a transitioning to I'm serv- when I'm serving other people, in a way I'm serving the one that we are, the one that we all are. Yeah, and not so much of a need to focus on my personal stuff that does come up, too. But in a way, it sounds, the way you're describing it, that your process has gone from being more personal, and now when you are bringing up personal stuff or when you're working through them, it sounds like that's also part of a bigger, mm-hmm. yeah, bigger perspective. Mm-hmm. You mean the perspective from which I see the personal stuff that comes up is bigger? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, yeah, and um, I would say for me, one of the um, portals or access points to observer consciousness that I uh, use a lot is spaciousness. Spaciousness, just feeling... You know, our thoughts are arising in this space. Our emotions are arising in this space. Our sensations, everything's arising in this space. But when you look for the boundaries, it doesn't have any boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, with everything that comes up that feels personal, I'm also aware at the same time of this space that has no boundaries, no limitations to it. <laughs> and that allows me to meet that whatever's coming up with um, more presence. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, yeah, in the beginning, more of the personal journey, more of getting out of suffering, but now it sounds way more experiential, spiritual, mm-hmm. you could call it, or whatever name you want to use for that. Mm-hmm. How did that transition happen? <laughs> was that in one in one journey like that? Mm. Gone? When did that shift happen? Mm. Oh, okay. This is good. <laughs> I mean, for me, I've always thought of this uh, journey as it's always felt spiritual to me. So I've always felt it and thought of it as spiritual, but... Um, what I'm feeling drawn to say is I haven't always noticed that what's spiritual is here. It's always here. Mm-hmm. It's, um, 
yeah, you connect with it, we connect with it through the, through the present moment. Um, when we're not so much identified with our characters and our thoughts and just inner activity, inner goings on, um, and we can feel something, something else. Um, but that something else is always available, mm. always present. So, yeah. So six years ago when you came here first time, was, was, did your spiritual journey look like that? Like, mm. oh, it's always here. It's, it's in the present moment. Or what was going on then? There's so much less clarity. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, um, the, the tendency to be pulled into, um, characters and the emotions that come with them and not be so present to that space that they're arising within, um, that, that tendency was much stronger. Yeah. And so that, like I was saying earlier about how I don't remember that past as well, But that tendency to identify with that and and get lost in it in a way, or uh, maybe there's a better way I can say than get lost in it. It's like it kind of takes over. It defines your experience. Yeah, that. So my experience was being defined uh, by that. Yeah. Looking through that their filter, looking through their goggles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, looking through their goggles, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hard to describe, isn't it? Like mm. the difference between those two experiences, because on the outside it looks like the same experience, we're walking the same path, or we're walking up the same pyramid, mm. or we're sitting in a similar meditation, but it's the experience <laughs> when you're out of it, when some of that fog has lifted and you can be in the present moment, then it's very clear that that other experience was kind of filtered, huh? <laughs> Would you describe it that way? Oh, definitely, yeah. It's <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you look back, then you have the clarity to see, oh, that was, that was more foggy or I was more identified then, but when you're in the fog... It's not. Yeah. It's not clear. So, so back then, six years ago, at twenty-two, did you think that this is what it would look like? <laughs> I love that question. Um, ah, it's so funny. I think the mind um, <laughs> throws out yeah all sorts of. Okay, okay, here's what, here's what I feel drawn to. It throws out all sorts of imaginary versions of what that's going to be like. But then when it more becomes your experience, mm, in a way, for, for me, there's something underneath it that hasn't changed throughout all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the word that I put to that is just the awareness. There's the awareness that's always been here. So, yeah, that hasn't changed throughout the whole, the whole process, my whole life. That there's always that background of awareness. Um, but, but the yeah, 
the experience of everything within that has changed a lot. So, so this year then, we're, we're how many days? Three days in? Um, yeah, what's the journey been for you personally uh, so far? So far, um, so I showed up a day early and uh, <laughs> I have to mention it because um, that was... Um, Gary was kind of helping uh, some of us that were there early uh, orient to the whole week uh, from different points of view, different points of view of consciousness that we could be in um, during the week. And and like I was saying earlier, be of service to other people from that point of view. And what he was sharing on that day was everything is within you. Everything's within you, um, which I he he shared that with me before last time I was here, but and I practiced it since then, so it was more able to take root. Yeah. And I also felt on that day I had the thought, kind of like an inspiration, huh? Maybe I could be in this for the week. Maybe because I could kind of see oh, the more I practice this point of view of consciousness, in a way the the more established it becomes whatever I'm practicing, whatever I'm giving my attention to, that, that grows, that becomes more. Um, so I've been spending my week <laughs> in this point of view where everything's within me. And, Tell me a little yeah. more about that. When you say everything is within you for people that are listening and it might be new to them, this concept, like you say everything, everything out, everything outside of you, everything like what is it that exists within you? Yeah, well, what I see is our normal perception seems to be I'm in here looking out through these eyes, and that world out there that I'm looking at, that, that world is out there. <laughs> so it's separate from me. I'm in here, I'm in this body looking out through these eyes. So it's kind of the opposite of that. <laughs> Um, there's still uh, a sense of um, you. You're there's still a looking through <laughs> eyes. A little okay, a little tricky to describe, but um, there's a way of seeing where the world doesn't seem out there. It seems in here, and you kind of feel it as in here. Mm-hmm. There's a freedom with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that an idea? Is that a concept? Or is it a felt experience for you? Yeah, it is felt. I think the the concept of what we're talking about right now can be sort of a bridge to the experience. Mm. Um, yeah, usually that's the way it goes for me. If somebody says, hey, there's this way you can perceive or experience something, and then my mind can understand what they're saying, but it's not the experience itself. But the the experience itself is I feel the mm, container of consciousness mm-hmm. in which the world is arising or exists within. Mm-hmm. The consciousness itself feels 
free and quiet and spacious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, so there's always sort of uh, a, an awareness of that spaciousness and freedom, even if it's in the, in the background mm-hmm. and something else kind of comes into the foreground of my, my attention and my awareness that can definitely happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens a lot, but still there's that sense in the background, yeah, of quiet and spacious and free. Mm. And one more thing is I say container, mm. but that kind of gives a sense of like it has a boundary somewhere mm. or you can find somewhere like an edge. Yeah. Uh, but I can't find that. Yeah. No edge of this container that you're pointing to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've been playing in this, you've been playing in this spacious field of consciousness yes. where you perceive that what you're looking out at mm. is also happening inside of you. Mm-hmm. And so how's that been? <laughs> well, um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. Um, uh, one thing uh, learned this from Gary as well. One thing he was sharing is that from this point of view, I can um, do different things in a way, um, uh, which is uh, dreaming. The Toltecs call it dreaming. Mm. Uh, I can dream different things when everything is within me. Okay, I can, I'm in a room full of people. And I see them all as within me. Mm-hmm. And then I can be sending them light. Mm. Um, or sending away their fog to the, to the, angels of, the angel of death, as Miguel would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting in the uh, evening class discussions that we have. And people are talking. But what I'm doing is kind of a meditation. While we're talking is, okay, I'm sending people light or I'm sending something to open their heart mm. you know, to, to everyone in the room. Mm. So that's my inner experience, and it's not really defined by what's going on um, ex- externally in a way. Mm. Uh, yeah, and the other thing I feel drawn to say with that is, it's been interesting, this is the first day on uh, this retreat where something uh, negative, painful, suffering came up for me that was really drawing my attention Mm -hmm. and it's a both and experience of I'm still in touch with that (laughs) what we've been talking about Mm -hmm. this container for everything and everything is within Mm -hmm. and this wounded um, emotional part came up however you want to describe it as a dream you can Mm -hmm. describe it that way too that also came up and so it was both at the same time yeah yeah. One didn't take out the other. Yeah. yeah. And one, because if you're experiencing yourself as that everything and as that field where everything can arise in, then of course a wounded part can arise as well. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that that spacious field disappear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, so what are you what are you seeing in other people as you're the as you're a group leader here this 
year? What are you seeing other people that are coming here maybe for the first time or second time and they're moving through their 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 stuff and want to change their mind and want to get out of their old belief structure that, that's been holding them back? What are you seeing in them? Like what are you see them go through and yeah, what is how is it like seeing that experience, <laughs> seeing their experience from where you are at now? Mm, thank you uh, for that question. Um, there's a universality to what everyone goes through. Um, everyone has a different experience of the process uh, and a unique experience. Um, but at the same time, um, everyone is shedding, I kind of like the phrase of what you're not. <laughs> mm. It's not what we really are. Um, I mean, the beliefs, um, the repressed emotions, letting those come out, um, dreams, told text called dreams. Mm. Um, yeah. All that stuff, that's what I see people relating to all that, that all, all that's within them differently. Mm -hmm. And I also see it as it has to do with Teo and the, the consciousness that's here in Teo, um, the energy, the, the presence, the wisdom that's here. That people are feeling that even when, and, and, being informed by it, even when they're not necessarily aware that that is happening, it's still working on everyone that's come here with the intent to to um, transform. Mm. And yeah, so I see I see everyone feeling that and um, going through their own process with that, and their mind makes up so many different things about what's happening, but it's working on everyone. Mm. Yeah. Even, yeah, even when the mind says it's not, it's not working or... I'm doing it wrong. Why, why am I not getting that experience? What's... Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. 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 That, that's one of the mind's favorite, favorite records is why am I not having that experience? And <laughs> because I think, um, we have some awareness. I mean, so many. There's been so many writers and spiritual teachers that have mm. talked about these big spiritual experiences, awakening moments. <laughs> lightning just strikes you, and all yeah. of a sudden you're one with everything. Okay. okay. Yeah. But this is an important point: is it doesn't have to happen like that. It can also happen in a very gradual, quiet way. That. I feel like that's often how spirit is speaking to us anyway. It's in the small moments, mm. in the quiet moments, mm. the in-between, the big, intense explosions. The subtleties or, yeah, yeah. in-between moments, I like that. in-between moments and, mm. yeah, almost like a reminder, hey, I'm, I'm here all the time. Yep. I'm here all the time. You, you're looking for me in these big, explosive moments, these moments of intensity, but... I'm always here. I'm in the trees and and the birds and the snakes and the pyramids. Feel me. 
remember me. Yeah. And I'm in, I'm in your heart mm. all the time. Are you listening? Yeah. Are you feeling? Beautiful. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that you want to add or, I don't know, tell people or, or, or share with them? Yeah, there's this. There's something within us that um, brings us to the self mastery work, and something within us that brings us to a place like Teo. And in a way, it's the same for all of us. But that I feel is that's what we that's what we need to listen to, and keep listening to it. Keep listening to how it wants to guide you, how it wants to live you, what it wants to show you, and um, yeah. If you if you stay try to stay connected with that, no matter how many times your mind takes you on false paths and false trails, and you seem to get lost in you know cul-de-sacs, you'll always come back to truth and mm. love mm. and that's within all of us thank you so much Paul mm. my pleasure <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, okay. So, how has that been for you so far? Like looking at this journey, looking at these three days so far that we're into the week. How has it been starting dropping into your body and starting feeling your emotion? Has it been easy? Has it been difficult? Has there been resistance? What what has been happening? Oh, it's it's really run the gamut. It's um I've had the very wide range of experiences, um, but uh, you know, with with uh, having so many um, uh, people here on the the journey with us, um, and uh, meeting and being out in the sun in Teo, and um, uh, just being in Mexico and all the frustrations that come with Mexico, there's like no shortage of opportunities to. Um, have your my buttons triggered and um, pushed and my, my everything um, just come up everything that could possibly happen is, is everything that could possibly get triggered is getting triggered and um, uh, I find this the the like the the group uh, and just the sort of instant family that we became um, super supportive and um, the ability to share experiences and um, uh, the, the just constant, constant hugs um, really help to um, break that cycle of in, the, in the mind that's telling me that I can't, you know, that I can't do this, um, that uh, no matter how hard I try, I won't, won't be able to feel my emotions and, and having the support of the community as well as the teachings. Um, Watching you all embody it yourselves, um, yeah, it's it's it's. I wouldn't know how to really put into words how um, what any sort of um, outcome is of it, but uh, of these experiences. But I I I know that there's a lot of things moving in my body, and um, I've been able to to touch into them deeper. Um, embrace them and help them feel more welcome to show themselves um, than I have in, in other, on other retreats. So um, it's been nothing short of a wild ride, though, I'll tell you that, Ava. It's <laughs> like that song I sang on the first night, how about the roller coaster ride? <laughs> that it might be a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I remember you telling me something the other day, I don't remember exactly when it was, but we were sitting here and we were talking about, I think maybe it was last night even, we're sitting here and we're talking about starting dropping into our body and feeling and, and yeah, dropping into that kind of animal roar of, of all the feelings that might have been kept in there. Yeah, I think you told me right after you said like, "Oh, wow!" Well, yeah, when I heard that, like I was ready, I was ready to roar. <laughs> so did that, and then today we've done some embodiment huh, and going into that, to to experiencing those emotions. Did did the roar happen? I'm just curious to hear. Hmm. Yeah, you know. Um 
the roar in 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 the cave, if I can say that, um, I did not feel inclined to 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 roar very much, um, but the the felt experience of like um, um, is that I I have been roaring and that I have been um, crying my eyes out, even though there there hasn't been uh, I haven't been physically. Uh, roaring uh, or spending all my time here crying, it certainly feels like I'm that exhausted that I feel like I've been roaring. Um, I feel like I've been been nonstop crying. But um, um, so yeah. 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 Cool. No. Sometimes it's. I mean, it's the energy underneath it that matters, and then there's so many different expressions for it. Mm-hmm. So I. I I understand you completely when you say there's something moving underneath. Mm. And I don't know exactly what it is and what's happening, but something is moving. Um, I can totally relate to that feeling. So just to finish off, um, is there something that you're wishing or longing for for the next few days? something that you would like to take home with you or that's a big wish or maybe intent that you have before we leave here on Saturday yeah I'd, I'd, yeah I'd really like to um, uh, fully really fully embrace this this little child inside of me that's um, uh, so desperately wants my attention and yet is is I can sense he's scared to fully, um, uh, you know, come out and give me a big hug. Mm-hmm. And um, as odd as as odd as it sounds, saying it, it like I, I I don't even know how to give that little boy a hug. Um, um, but yeah, I'd very much like to um, be able to make peace um, with that little guy and start a relationship. Uh, yeah, I started a relationship with the guy and uh, have him trust me enough to uh, come give me a big hug and, and vice versa. So that's my wish for the rest of this week for sure. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I, that's, I think that's a really beautiful intent and something, if that connection forms, that will keep growing. Yeah. That relationship. Right. So we'll make set up the container, make everything possible for that to happen. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for thank you for uh making this journey happen though to Eva. Thank you for showing up for it. Yeah. You and everyone who comes here are my heroes. <laughs> and it's just a pleasure no. taking the journey with all of you. Thanks, Chandler. Again, this is Gary Van Wormerdam from PathwayToHappiness.com with the Awareness and Consciousness Podcast, sharing a little bit of insight on people's experience and the adventure and the challenges and the transformation of what happens on an intensive spiritual retreat, which we call a power journey. Um, why power journey? Because it's powerful. 
because power is what you access to make changes, to facilitate change. Um, and if you're interested in attending one and want to find out more about it, you can check out the website pathwaytohappiness.com and look under events. Peace be with you.